Does it get any better than Chicago food? From longtime favorites to newly opened locations, Italian beef joints to pizza places, burritos to sushi, Chicago's very own eats celebrates a wide range of food and restaurants in the greater Chicagoland area. Hosts Kevin Powell and Michael Piff welcome you into their daily food talk in the WGN Radio break room as they discuss their latest foodie adventures, their top five lists, the latest social media arguments, interviews with chefs, and conversations with local celebs about their favorite places to eat. This is Chicago's Very Own Eats. This is Chicago's Very Own Eats. I'm Kevin Powell alongside Mike Piff. We're on to episode 12. Did you hear the big news, Mike? The big news? You didn't hear. What, are, what is the big news? WGN Radio turned 100 years old this month. That's really big news. I did hear that. Uh, we're recording this the day after our 100th anniversary celebration at the radio station. Were you here? I didn't see you. I was here till about 5.30, and then it was really hard to see anybody because there was a lot of people here. It was fun. It was the most epic cake I've ever seen for <laughs> anybody's birthday. So if you're going to do it, you know, do it for 100. Let's start with a hot take here, Mike. Uh, cake or pie? Who you got? Cake. In a heartbeat. <laughs> My God. Do we just disagree on any, any one of your hot takes? Like, Yeah, I'm not a huge cake guy. I would take pie over cake oh, all day. I love cake. I don't really go crazy. It's just kind of a block of sugar. But what, I mean, what pie are we talking here? Like, oh, there's so many different kinds. kinds. Yeah, I, you know, a blueberry, a cherry pie, pumpkin pie, apple pie. Where's French silk in there? It's low because it's kind of like a cake. <laughs> Too much sugar. <laughs> and now, now we see that, well, good for you. Yeah, I'm a pie guy, so I didn't try any of the cake. Anyways, uh, this is episode 12 of Chicago's Very Own Eats. We uh, Last week we were at Manny's, which was a ton of fun, and we've kind of gone down this uh, rabbit hole of classic Chicago spots. And on this episode, we talk with Jim Graziano from J.P. Graziano's, which is an institution in Chicago. It's been around for 84 years, something like that. Yeah, that's back-to-back episodes of fourth-generation owners that we're going to be talking to, which is amazing. Yeah, uh, Graziano's in the uh, West Loop. It's a sub-sandwich spot, and it's a national. National Italian Beef Day, right? Do I have that yes. correct? National Italian Beef Day tomorrow. We're recording on Thursday. So the 27th of May is National Italian Beef Day. And I sent you a text saying, hey, man, I need to know your top five Italian beefs for our next recording because this is this is necessary. <laughs> it is. So um, we will get to our conversation with Jim. Jim Graziano is known for their subs, but they do, and I've never had, they do once in a while. I think they do like... Um, like kind of a pop-up Italian beef type stuff. So we'll get into that with Jim, but their subs are absolutely fantastic. You took a trip to Graziano's, didn't you? Go I get a did. sandwich this week? I did. I needed to I needed to try it before we talked to Jim because I've heard such great things about it and when I first walked into that place, I was blown away by the smell of their Italian deli. It was so good. So good. And what did you get at Graziano's? So I actually reached out to Jim on Twitter and asked, what do I need to get for my first time? And he recommended the Italian, and it was fantastic. Uh, I also got, they call it cheesy focaccia, which is basically a grilled cheese with focaccia bread. It was so good. That's tough to beat. Yeah, but next time I'm going back for the Mr. G, and we'll we'll ask Jim about that. All right, uh, so you have a list of your top five Italian beefs. I only got through three, Mike. I couldn't get to a, a top five. You're better at stuff like this than I am. Let's hear Mike Piff's top five Italian beefs in Chicago. Top five. I'm going to lead off with number five, uh, which is actually one of the best Chicago 
eating experiences you'll ever have is that Al's Beef on Taylor yeah. with the uh, Italian ice place across the street. Yes. You know, we, we've kind of, you know, talked about event pizza. Well, this is an event meal that you got to do. Al's Beef is amazing. I recommend going to that one specifically. Have your cash ready because it's cash. Is it still cash only there? I'm not sure. I haven't been in a while. Oh, it's so good. But get the Italian ice right after. Uh, number four on my list is the one that this is my gateway to Italian beef. <laughs> Like you that. know, and this is outside of the if you've grown up around Chicago, most like graduation parties or some kind of party, you have the the thing of masticcioli and the the heated thing of Italian beef. Well, this is where we'd get our Italian beef from. And I'd been going since I was a kid. Tori and Luke's in Palatine, they just moved their uh, their location that was on Rand Road over to Dundee where that old um the old White Castle used to be. Okay. It's been closed for like 10 years. So now they're moving Tori and Luke's over there. Tori and Luke's used to be right around the corner from my old high school, Hersey High School. Yes. Which was on, uh, is that Rand? And, yes. Um, God, so many memories of Tori and Luke's. They had great deals for us high schoolers because, you know, we'd walk there during lunch and it was like $5 for a slice of pizza. They would give you the, the largest mountain of French fries you'll yeah, ever see. the bag of fries. You're not going to finish your French fries at Tori and Luke's. <laughs> and a pop for like four or five bucks. It was great. And I don't I, think I've ever gotta, had their beef, though. you got to get the slice of pizza with it, too. It's a good pizza. It's a good pizza. Um, but, no, the Italian beef, that that is what I knew as Italian beef until, like, I finally tried... Number three on the list, which is Portillo's. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, I went last night just to get in the mood for this episode. <laughs> so and it's a Graziano's for lunch and then Portillo's for dinner. I, you know, I prepare. I over-prepare for these episodes. <laughs> I like the dedication, Mike. Right. And uh, so uh, Portillo's, I got the beef and cheddar. The beef and cheddar on a croissant is a game changer. I've never done that. It is so good. It, you may you may change your order after doing that. What's your go-to Portillo's order? Go-to Portillo's order for me is usually just the regular Italian beef, mozzarella, hot peppers. That's the other thing is their jardinera is a difference maker when it comes to Italian beefs. And then I will sometimes, I'll get cheese fries. Yeah. And sometimes if I if I'm very hungry, get a, a Polish on the side. Wow. Not too often, but uh and just regular shake. That's that's my go to. That's it. There. Nothing that's more. It. Nothing more. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a great order, Mike. Uh number I, two. I, can I well, say yeah, real quickly about Portillo's? Because Portillo's made my top three. The only reason Portillo's doesn't I think everyone agrees that Portillo's beef is great. It probably would be at the top of more list if it wasn't a chain, right? Like if yes, it was, if there weren't true. so many. Like I think a lot of people will be like, "Wow, it's a chain." Well, I'll say this: I never really have had a bad experience out of Portillo's, no matter how large they get no. as a company. I love Portillo's Italian beefs. They're so good. The portions are great. That's always key with an Italian beef, right? The right amount of beef, the mm-hmm. bread, of course, uh, the jardinere, all of that. Um, I think Portillo's is fantastic. I think some people hesitate to call it number one or put it at the top of the list because it is getting larger and larger. Despite all that, it's still just fantastic every time you go. It's so good. And you know what? They care. They, they care. They do. And, you and the cheese fries it. are so good. I typically go hot dog, beef, and a cheese fry. Yeah. Portillo's chili cheese dog, Mike. Have you had it? No. The chili cheese dog at Portillo's is elite. Not enough people talk about the chili cheese dog at Portillo's. And you ever get the tamale at Portillo's? I've had the tamale. It's okay. 
It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, all right. It disrupted your list. No, Please it's proceed, all good. Mike. My number two might be a little controversial. All right. Um, Epic Deli in hmm. McHenry. Okay. Now, I think we need to talk to them more and more often because if you get involved with them, they name sandwiches after you. Wow. Just ask, ask James is that Van your, Is that your top life goal, Mike, to get a sandwich? To get something the named Mike Piff sandwich. I think I was close to a place <laughs> I grew up by called Rick's uh, where I ordered an Italian beef on pita. And oh, it yeah, was, I saw you post about that. Yes. That does sound good. You know, get that thing wet with the with the mozzarella cheese and the hot peppers. It's a perfect sandwich. I am not brave enough to order it anywhere else because I don't know what kind of reaction I'll get. So you're but a cheese so on good. the beef guy. I love cheese on my beef. Okay. I love it. So Epic Deli, and this is the controversial part, it's, uh, it's a chimichanga. It's an Italian beef chimichanga. Hmm. Mozzarella cheese. Does it does that make it not an Italian beef? It's Italian beef. I think Italian beef is the way you make it, right? Yeah. So this is I guess this is the controversial part, but Very once you once you've had it, you're going to keep going back for it and it's called uh for the Game of Thrones fans out there or Jason Momoa fans, the Cal Drago. So <laughs> We can let Lauren Lapkin know about that. Yeah, I don't this. know She's, what that reference is. Oh, Mike. it's okay. It's Jason Momoa. You know who he is, right? The wrestler is he, I don't think he wrestles. He doesn't wrestle? He's Aquaman. Oh. He's an actor. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's an actor. Yeah. Yeah, but if you've seen the man, you'll you'll see this chimichanga and be like, oh, yeah, that fits. So, um, unreal I was stuff. lost there for the last, like, 90 you seconds know what? of this conversation. There's, like, no there's at least, we like, 20% about. of the listeners here probably get it. Also, Judy, who left that review for us on Apple, we really appreciate it. I'm sure you got it, too. Um, and then number one overall and I think you agree with me on this, is Johnny's. Yep. That is an event meal right there. Johnny's is fantastic. It's uh, it's number one in my beef power rankings, Mike. I've had it a handful of times. It's, you know, we've kind of gone down this whole classic Chicago thing over the past couple of weeks. That's that's like an institution in mm-hmm. Chicago, right? I mean, it's, it's the, 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 the flavor is there, uh, the tenderness of the beef, the the portion of it, the size of it, it just feels comfortable in your hands, Mike. It's, yes, a, it it's does. a great Italian beef. It's tough to top Johnny's in Elmwood Park. You know what? And uh, to bring it all back, great Italian ice. Great Italian ice. Um, I would go Johnny's one, Al's two, Portillo's three for me. That's all good. I you think that's argue. a great. I mean, it's tough I think to argue against that's that, an elite right? top three. If you're going pound for those pound, those are some heavy hitters in food categories. <laughs> right. Your top three is that you're good. You yeah. know, um, and. I would really, uh, I encourage people to like let us know what their top fives are because we found that people are very passionate about oh, yeah. their favorites when it comes to Chicago food, and we want to hear more about that. Well, when it comes to Chicago food, uh, is there anything more Chicago food than an Italian beef? No, because you don't, don't get it anywhere right, else. Like we can talk about deep dish pizza and this and that, and like our Chicago style hot dog. You can get a hot dog anywhere. You can get pizza anywhere. You can pretty much get any kind of pizza you want anywhere. Um, but Italian beefs, you don't really see those anywhere no. other than Chicago. No, you'll see a French dip, you know, here or there, but that's not an Italian With the beef. Jardinier, I mean, no, like, we work. started that in Chicago. So I don't think there's anything more Chicago than an, Itali- an Italian beef. I fully agree with you on that. I think that is the the food item that Chicago can go by. And you know what? I 
I, I sometimes don't want to get it when I'm at like a game or something like that because you just don't know if the bread's going to be good How enough. How long has the it. beef been sitting? In? Let me ask yeah. you this too, Mike, because a lot of people uh, will throw some chuck roast in a crock pot and dump some seasoning in it and call it an Italian beef. Mm. You think that's an Italian beef? It's kind of a homemade I, Italian. You beef. know, it's kind of funny. And I'm going to talk to Jim about this because they partner yeah. with Bar- Barstool Sports, which has been a wildly successful. Um, the the beef kit they do with Barstool, Barstool Sports, we get the jardinere, you get the seasoning. It works when you're at home, right? Because yeah. you're not exactly going to do a whole roast at home and then slice it thin and all of that. So I don't know if I it's, – it's not – it's more of a pot roast sandwich. Right. I have a funny story about that. Early okay. in the pandemic, we were – depending on Mariano's, like, order and pickup, basically. And we wanted to get, you know, an Italian beef kit. Well, instead of getting us the Italian beef kit, they got us five pounds of sliced roast beef. Nice. And it was way more expensive. Um, <laughs> still good. Like, tasted really good. And Amy did a great job. My wife, uh, you know, having in the crock pot, having, you know, things in it to make it good. But, man, come on, guys. No, I mean, it works. It's just, it's not. It's not it. It's not authentic. And it, it's it's delicious, for sure. Um, I mean, still good in a chimichanga, though. Probably better off just getting the thinly sliced beef at us and get the gravy, and you just heat the gravy up, and you kind of just dip the beef in and then throw right. it on a sandwich. Mix but, in uh, some jardinier or something like that. Yeah. I think you, think you'll be good. I, I don't hate on the whole crockpot Italian beef thing. It's just it's just not the same. You know, it's not like getting thinly sliced beef. It's more of a shredded type beef situation. But all right, well, that was Mike Piff's rundown. Um, his top five of Italian beefs. I gave you a few that I love. Some I gave you kind of a. Uh, uh, not overly exciting Italian beef lineup there, but those are um, those are tested. No, I and think those are. Uh, I think that's a proven lineup. It's a proven lineup. That's a well well put, Mike. All right, uh, let's get to our conversation with Jim Graziano from JP Graziano's. Now joining us on the podcast is Jim Graziano. You know that name. It's an institution. JP Graziano's in the West Loop. Uh, Jim, I appreciate you joining the podcast. I'm very happy to be here. I appreciate uh, you guys reaching out. Well, Thank well, you. One of the things I love about Graziano's, first of all, it's been around for 84 years. Correct me if I'm wrong there, Jim. But the the way the West Loop has continued to grow and some of the hottest restaurants in Chicago are located over there and Fulton Market and all of that, it's just this institution right in the middle of it, Graziano's. And it started as a wholesale. You guys have, have kind of pivoted here to a, a takeout situation with your sandwiches. But... Um, just talk about the history of Graziano's, Jim. Fourth generation owner, uh, family owned. It's it's uh, incredible to see the growth. E- even eighty four years later, you guys continue to grow. Yeah, I don't know if I could do better than what you just did. Uh, thank <laughs> you for an incredible introduction. Um, you're right on the amount of time. Actually, June seventh coming up here in a little bit is our eighty fifth anniversary. Um, our great grandfather. J.P. Graziano uh, moved into 901 West Randolph Street in 1937. That whole area down there, Randolph, um, Lake Street, Fulton, that was, that was all the market. Everybody was down there that sold uh, dry goods for restaurants, restaurant supplies, fishmongers, uh, live-kill butchers, produce, everything. Um, and that's, you know, started off there bringing stuff from Italy, Sicily, Greece, domestic products, warehousing in there, and then selling to restaurants and delis and bakeries and banquet halls, you name it. If you were buying Romano cheese and pasta, we were selling it to you. And um, 
I got to experience that as a pretty young age, right of passage in our family, about nine years old. You start coming down to dad with work, coming down to uh, work with dad, um, days off of school, Saturdays, winter vacation, stuff like that. And I got to see that market in live action and where it was semis and forklifts that dominated these streets and bloodstained smocks from guys walking around the neighborhood. Um, just wild, especially juxtaposed to now where outside our front doors, you said world-class restaurants, and now you could add world-class hotels to that as well. Um, it couldn't be more different. So the change has been pretty dramatic, especially over the amount of time that we've been there and especially in these last five to ten years. And uh, they're not slowing down in this neighborhood, and um, neither am I. This is, um, you know, we feel very special part of this, um, like the fabric of the neighborhood. Uh, I take it on upon myself to kind of be the welcome committee when anybody new moves into the neighborhood, you know, welcome with some sandwiches and, and give them a sense of community that I was able to watch um, in my young time going down there. Because even though everybody was direct competition, indirect competition, you needed everybody to be doing well for you to prosper. And so that was, it was never, you know, there was a lot of big personalities down there. I'm not saying there wasn't any contention, but um, for the most part, that heart of that neighborhood, even though the face has changed so many times now, the heart of the neighborhood really remains the same and um, very proud to be part of it. Very proud to be a part of it. We uh, went to Manny's last week, and, you know, you talk about Chicago institutions. Manny's one of them, and, and you guys, you know, very much similar. You're now fourth generation, similar to the situation at Manny's, and we were kind of talking about classic Chicago spots, and now you're kind of in this new age of, of Graziano's. And, and we, we talked to Dan Raskin, who, who's the current owner of Manny's, about social media, and, and you guys have done a really good job of kind of embracing that. I know you guys do, like, the late-night Italian beefs and things like that, and it's become this really you know despite being 84 years old it's this trendy spot people want to go to it's it's (laughs) it's wild i can't even tell you um and danny ton of respect for the raskin family and manny's they were when we were in those wholesale years they were customers of ours and i remember making deliveries there and can't even tell you how many cases of tomatoes i brought into there and you take an elevator downstairs and all that good stuff they're fantastic iconic chicago but with the social media and danny does a good job of it as well and i think anybody in any industry it's such a vital part of what you do nowadays it's just a direct connect to your your customers and the demographic of who you're selling to and it's it's a it's a very necessary thing but i have a lot of fun doing it i i do all of it on my own we do have a instagram and a tiktok account under taste real chicago that i do have somebody take care of but more just showing recipes and stuff and I do the day-to-day stuff for J.P. Graziano. And um, I, why I think I fit pretty naturally into it was you talk to our customers. Like, we have a very personal relationship with so many people that walk through our door. Um, it's always like, you know, friends first, business second type of, a, uh, type of attitude. And um, you get to do that with social media. And, and, and when you're consistent with it, when you engage with your customers, I think that's when you see the most success. And it comes from a very authentic voice. Um, and it's no different if somebody walked in my door and you sat down, had a sandwich, and I, you know, chatted with you for a little bit. Um, so I have fun doing it. But it's, listen, I'm, I'm more blown away than anybody in Chicago that we have <laughs> turned into what we are 
that transition period is hard. You know, it's you know for a long time I felt like when I had to give up the wholesale and distribution, I felt like I was kind of like cutting off part of our legacy because that's how people knew us. Um, I had a very close customer of mine have a very real deal life talk with me at one point, and he said, "Listen, like I knew." The, the original generations, my family knew the original generations all the way to you. Your great-grandfather and grandpa and dad and Uncle Larry and Uncle Paul, they wouldn't care if you sell cat litter in this place. Like, it's that the legacy is still going, and you're keeping the family name going, and you're doing it the right way. And, you know, you're raising your children to appreciate this tradition that's been passed down. Um and that's what kind of clicked for me. So we have an amazing story, uh, and much of it I'm not responsible for, and people love to hear those stories. So it's a fun way to tell the stories, keeping on what's, you know, very up-to-date with what's going on in stores, a lot of the history of the neighborhood that I like to try to provide, and then just not being afraid to go for it. Um, very close friends of mine, Greg Weinstein, Jason Peterson, uh, from the Times Marketing and Advertising Agency, they moved in a few years ago. We became fast friends. And they're cutting edge guys, and they—it's, you know—they've always pulling me in that direction, and I always felt like, yeah, we're this old school place. I kind of got to be rooted in what you are, and they like you can, and you know how you extend on that. And it's important for me to be the fourth generation, and you carry this torch. But I also want my personal mark to be on there. Um, and with the sandwiches and the evolution of the night window and now the Jardinera business kind of really coming to fruition. Um, I've been able to do that with being very firmly rooted in our history, but I'm not afraid to kind of just turn it up and go for it. And um, I think when you have the pure intent that my family does in this business and um, that very strong brand behind you, you can kind of just go for it. And then, like anything else, close your mouth, listen to your customers, see how they react and uh, adjust and move forward as necessary. Well, one of your recent customers was Mike, because I told Mike, I'm like, Jim Graziano's going to be on. This will be great for the podcast. And Mike's like, I got to take a trip to Graziano. So you went there yesterday, Mike. I went there yesterday, and Jim, you're up front. You're taking orders, and I come in. One, I'm already blown away by the smell of the place, which is incredible. Yeah. As someone that grew up Italian, I, I, you know, I smelled back to being five years old at my grandma's. Again, it was incredible. And yeah. so I walk in, and I think you noticed that I had this deer-in-the-headlights look. And you're like, hey, buddy, I'll take your order right here. Don't worry. <laughs> and uh, I had reached out earlier in the week to say, hey, what do I get first? And you recommended getting the Italian so you guys, so, so that I find out what's up about Graziano's first off amazing sandwich uh and you're very patient with me too <laughs> and, and you're like okay now go over there to pay and uh my, my man no you like seriously and, and I, I'm sorry I didn't say something yesterday but I just kind of wanted to experience it as as a first-time customer and you are so cool with everybody that is either you know ordering their sandwiches, waiting on their sandwiches, you know, just being there for the experience. You are so warm and welcoming, and I'm not just saying it. It's it's so cool uh, for people, especially visiting Chicago or people that live here, to experience that when they come into your place. Um, and, and I love that experience, so thank you for that. Um, and I know there, you know, as a question – you look around there, and there are things. You guys are embracing your history. There's the register in the back that looks like it's from you know the 1930s. There's this really cool Graziano's vault there. You know, tell us about how you are balancing the history of of JP Graziano and and also just being in 2022. 
thank you for all the kind words. I, I kind of like how you came in undercover style. <laughs> and, uh, and you did get to see how, you know, we naturally act. I, from a very young age, my father would tell us, if people don't walk through that door, we don't put shoes on our feet. And it was one of those things he would say, and I would, like, roll my eyes out of my head listening to it as a kid because it sounds ridiculous. And as I grew up, and especially after my father passed um, and taking it over, like, full reign, man, did that those words become so the most important words ever spoke to me, right? So when you walk in my store, you first, you, you thought of us first. We're in Chicago. We're on Randolph Street. You can go, you could throw a stone in any direction and go to an amazing place to get something to eat. You literally choose us first, right? So that's how we we thank you back by giving you the treatment that we do. That's a very, that's, to me, guys, that's our business. The sandwiches are great, fresh to order, the motto is bread. I'm, I try to put out the best sandwich in the city. But what we sell, what our business is, why people come to us and come back is because of the relationships that we have with them. And also, now that we've grown to kind of this level, you know, we get written up quite a bit, and you get, you know, best this, and best advertisement is word of mouth, people telling stories, so it's in their friends and family, and you don't want to let those people down. Like, you know, when somebody walks in and they say it's their first time, I honestly get nervous. I can't tell you how many sandwiches we've sold at this point. It obviously does well. I just want you to have that great experience the whole way through. At the very end of the day, this is how I feed my children. And you're going to get the respect that something that that magnitude is out of me when you decide to come into our store. And, um, and, and another thing with all the changes that I made, the things that we never touched, I think, are the most important parts. You mentioned the register. It is there from the 30s. Um, <laughs> that safe that used to be in my great-grandpa's back office that when we rented out the other half of the building, we lost that little office, but that safe was back there forever. And I got a couple big Eastern European guys to move it, move it for me and uh, get it to where it is because I think those things should be on full display. That's that's what we are. We did a little remodel years ago, and that the office used to extend all the way to the display cooler. It was almost half the first floor, and uh, I had them cut off a huge chunk of it to create more floor space. But I told them, like, we have to hold on to this window. Like, my great-grandfather sat behind here. And, you know, collected money like this is this is part of what we are. So, you know, it's you, you always, as I said before, you have to have a foot in both spots. You have to be very grounded and rooted in the history and the authenticity of what's been passed down and created and given to me. Um, but also you got to be able to do business nowadays and like, you know, stay on top of social media and understand what's, you know, what people are into and different generations that you're trying to sell to. So, um I don't know if that answered your question. No, it did. I mean, I, I it's it amazing. There, J- Jim, uh, obviously, you guys are known for the subs, and they're fantastic, and I've had them many times. When? How can I get an Italian beef from JP Graziano's? Because I see you guys post. Are those just random late night pop ups? Like, are you are you always serving Italian beefs? So we, um, yes, to kind of both. We we only sell the beefs at our night window, and that's every Thursday through Saturday. We open up the night window at 6 p.m. and go to 12.30, unless we sell out first. You have your full menu options available. And then we started making our own Italian beefs uh, a couple of months ago. We have um, 
a licensed product with Barstool Chicago that's a beef kit, and it's like a way to make beefs at home. So I took that and kind of like the commercial level and used the spices and the peppers, and we make our own beef and very traditional Italian beef, um, slow-cooked, put on the slicer, super thin, dunk it in the juice, load it up, hot jardinera, mild jardinera, peppers and onions, dunk it again, give it the full baptism. And our beef is incredible. Uh, I wanted a, a specialty item at the night window. I wanted to get the night window up first, get it established, get people realizing this is a thing. And then we added the Italian beefs, and they've really gone well. We've had a couple sellout weekends. And it's sometimes it does get confused with I do do sandwich collaborations, usually once a month with another restaurant. Um, but our beefs, every Thursday through Saturday night, 6 p.m. to 1230, only available at the night window. They look so good every time you guys post them. I'm like, I need to, I need to explain. So <laughs> they look so amazing. Talk, talk about that partnership with Barstool Chicago. I, I know you guys do the beef kits you mentioned. It seems to be uh, wildly popular. I, I, I am constantly seeing people post about that, the beef kit. They really do well. I, you know, we started advertising with them middle of 2019, um, developed a really great relationship with the guys here in Chicago uh, in 2020, right in the beginning of 2020 COVID when that hit, um, I had just started a online platform to sell our jardinera peppers called tasterealchicago.com. And it really grew quite a bit during COVID. I mean, people were home and cooking a lot and absolutely going out of their way to support small businesses. And with the platform that Barstool has, they really, um, accelerated that. And so it grew well. And then off of that success, I kind of pitched the idea, say, hey, we should do a collaboration product. We landed on the beef kit. You know, what we think, you know, of course, pizza and hot dog, and I respect them all and love them all. But to me, like, Chicago's the beef sandwich, uh, even more than the Italian sandwiches that I normally sell. Um, I think that's what we're known for the best. And um, this is a way, you know, listen, I'd love if everybody had a little slicer at their home and you could do it like we do at our store, like super proper, but, you know, how do we get everybody to be able to do it at home? So like the slow cooker approach really worked out. You get all the same flavor. It shreds up really nice, super simple to put together. You know, the time is really just waiting the eight hours for it to cook. And um, it popped off hard. We did it in May of 2021 is when we first threw it out there. It was over 3,000 units sold in the first day to crash my site, the whole deal. And then it's just kind of continuing that partnership the whole way through. And these things are still rolling strong and then showing people again with social media, like, you know, you could use this for more than just beefs. It's great with pork. It's great with the barstool guys. They do like a little outdoors thing. They did it with venison. Um, I use the Italian beef seasoning to um, marinate chicken breasts to throw on the grill. It's a little lemon juice and our new product, the jardinera seasoning. It's really kind of unique and delicious. Um, it, you're cooking, man. It's peppers and spices at the end of the day. So you can make it however you want. And, um, again, back to the Barstool guys, especially here in Chicago, like, you know, those are, those are buddies of mine now. And um, what works with them is the relationship is very authentic. They really like the store. They like the sandwiches, how we do things. And I've never really sent these guys, like, copies to read for advertisement. You know, they, they sent me that form in the beginning, and I was like, I don't know what to write. And um, I didn't have to because these guys knew our store uh, well and truly enjoyed it. And you just let them talk. And um, that's the best advertisement because it's not, you know, it's not a, it's not a hard sell. 
you talk to your buddies about places you like to eat and drink all the time, and they go check them out. This is no different, but the platform they have is massive, and it's cool to have them as uh, you know a small part of what we do at the store. Yeah, they're they're good dudes. It's it's been fun to see that that partnership kind of uh, evolve. Um, as we were calling you, Jim, and I don't know how much you can talk about it, but you have another collaboration. Um, you were you were dropping off a shipment, a big one, uh, <laughs> just before uh, we started this conversation. Can you talk about that at all? Can you talk about the your latest collaboration with uh, what you're doing with uh, another local Chicago store? Yeah, so you know this will get announced by them very soon, regardless. So I'm happy to talk about it. <laughs> um, we got a good relationship with Foxtrot. It started here in Chicago. Uh, Mike, the CEO, is a long, long-time customer of ours. I didn't even know that he was the guy behind Foxtrot for a very long time, to be very honest with you. And uh, they started selling our hot jardinera last year, and it went well. And um, they have some plans that they're going to put in place where they wanted a kind of a private label jardinera uh, made by us, but specifically for them. And uh, I was excited to take on the project. And it was, as I was telling you before, it was about a six-month thing that I've been working on this of, you know, uh, recipe development and label development, a bunch of different iterations, amazing company to work alongside of. They're a big, big place, but they're, they're like us on a very personal level. And, um, you know, a lot of departments that I talked to throughout all of this, and it was kind of just me on the other end <laughs> filling in for all our departments. Um, but that's how I learned. For what we are, for how long we've been around, I'm young. I'm just learn- I'm learning this stuff every single day, and I try to get better. And working with a company like that um, at that level is a huge opportunity and a ton-, a ton of education for me. And, you know, always try to grow the type of leader that you are and uh, and the business owner that you are. So we um, today was the day. After six months of going back and forth and real collaborative approach to how we went about all this, I got my shipment in today. Went and rented a truck and uh, loaded that up myself, <laughs> drove it down, made the delivery, and it's amazing to see something come from an original email, completely conceptual, to getting the product in your hand and now into a lot of Chicagoans' hands. And it's, it's um, these opportunities come along, I think, as you navigate through business and make relationships and grow your network. And, um, you know, when something fits so well with how each place approaches the business, the intent that we put on relationships with the customers and the quality products that you sell. Um, I think we got a real winner on their hands and really excited to see this get rolled out in the summer for, uh, for Chicago and, and even beyond that with them. Well, it, it's funny. Our, our friend and colleague, John Hansen, uh, referred to JP Graziano yeah. as the, uh, the Gucci of Jardinera. And when, <laughs> when you hear about these, these, uh, collaborations, it's just so fitting, man. It is. Uh, anything else that, uh, that our listeners, uh, should look forward to or that you want to let our listeners know about JP, JP Graziano coming up? You know, always uh, social media is the best. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all, at JP Graziano. That's going to keep you the most up to date of what's going on. Um, come check out a sandwich, bring a friend, bring some family. We do catering and delivery, really all kind of tight in the city. And then beyond that, 
the peppers, man. It's, you know, tastereelchicago.com. As I said before, we have a line of Jardinera peppers. We added Mufaletta peppers, hot and mild. Uh, of course, we do the beef kit with Barstool. And we added um, the Jardinera seasoning, which is a brand-new product that I started at the beginning of this year. So we always have fun, cool stuff coming up, always announced on there. We usually do a, a sandwich collaboration with a local restaurant, usually once a month um, at the night window on Thursdays. Those get announced um, kind of a couple weeks before out. The next one we're going to do, if you guys are familiar with, is El Che um, on Washington and Peoria just behind us. Awesome guys, super excited to work with them. We just did a great one with Forno Rosso Pizza, good friend of mine for a long time. Nick Nitty owns that spot. There's one on Harlem Avenue as well. Uh, we were cooking um, legit Neapolitan-style pizzas that he do. We did a Mr. G version, mm. uh, version, our most popular sandwich, and then we did a sausage in our jardinera. And we were cooking the pizzas outside, beautiful summer night. I mean, they very, very well received. Um, Home Depot hot dog stands is one of my favorite partnerships that we have, again, because that's just like so real Chicago. Just happened to meet uh, Jordan, the kid whose father started these hot dog stands in Home Depot. They own 15 or 17 of them. They retail the beef kits. They retail our hot and mild jardinera. They use our jardinera for any other menu items. You know, I, I kind of, that's how I want to grow this thing is like there are opportunities at larger, you know, retail levels, but I just want to kind of keep it grassroots and strategic partnerships that just pound home that real Chicago. You know, we live in one of the best cities in the world. I fully feel that way, and it's uh, and it's not, you know, it's warts and all in this city, but I love it for everything, and it's important to me the iconic places work together, make this city better, and you do, you know, charitable things. When the opportunity comes along, we just did a great collaboration at Goose Island uh, Brew House, and um, we did a burger and a beer, some Jardinera chips with that seasoning, and uh, they approached me to do it, and then they donated every single dollar that they brought in over that month to uh, Community Goods, which is a charity run by a very good friend of mine, Joe Fresh Goods. Um, and it's keeping it all in Chicago. You know, this is a world-class city. I like to treat it as such. And it needs some work, too. And that's, that's also part of your job. So um, keep an eye on social media. It's the best way to keep a track of everything that's going on. And um, 901 West Randolph, stop in for a sandwich Tuesday through Saturday, where they're 11 to 4 p.m., and then Thursdays through Saturdays, we reopen at 6 p.m. and go to 12:30 for that night window and those beefs. And um, guys, thanks so much for having me. I really, really appreciate it. Yeah, Jim, thank you very much. So JP Graziano's put it on your bucket list of Chicago spots. Once you go, you'll continue to go back. Jim, uh, thank you very much for your time. We appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. All right, that was episode 12 of Chicago's Very Own Eats. Jim was awesome. What a great guest. What a great guest. I mean, we could just, like, we tee him up, you know, like, with a quick question, <laughs> and he'll go, like, he needs his own podcast, I think. Yeah, very Chicago. It's an iconic spot. If yes. you haven't tried it, uh, head over to J.P. Graziano's in the West Loop on Randolph there. Um, I'm Kevin Powell. He's Mike Piff. This was episode 12 of Chicago's Very Own Eats. Mm-hmm.